What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, we're 25, oh man, here we go, what it is, I apologize, I know you guys are anticipating uh, the podcast uh, last week with the UFC, um, I was uh, out of commission uh, last weekend, so I apologize, not going over UFC, because you guys know how I do, and yes, I did watch it, um, we, uh, we got to talk about um, uh, a couple weeks ago. Great Colin Powell uh, passed away. Um, I actually got to see him speak at the University of uh, Buffalo. Um, it was an amazing experience. Uh, you know, watching him, uh, you know, go over his uh, life story, talk about leadership. Um, you know, ma- making tough decisions. Um, you know, as you guys know, he was former, uh, you know, Secretary of State. Uh, under uh, George uh, W. Bush, he was also a national security advisor uh, under Ronald Reagan. Um, you know, apparently, you know, they uh, they did like a poll, and you know, they want to, you know, uh, America was ready for him to run for president. Ninety six, as a Republican, they actually had him beating uh, Bill Clinton, uh, but his wife was worried something would happen to him, and. Uh, uh, decided not to run because he listened to his woman, you know, saying, you know, yes, you know, so nothing wrong with that. I'm not, you know, um, but I'm saying, you know, you know, you have to support your woman when you're doing something like that. And, um, and, uh, you know, you know, he could, you know, you know, he could have possibly been the first black president, um, in the United States you know, before Barack Obama, but, you know, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, um, yeah, so this one's, you know, I, I didn't talk about this uh, a couple weeks ago, so I did want to say rest in peace to uh, uh, McCollum Powell, right? Um, but getting into the podcast, we got, a lot, we got, you know, we got a lot to talk about. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, claiming he was, you know, had the shots and didn't really, and but we're, we're gonna get that a little bit. Talk about UFC first. Uh, listen, you know what? I got a new respect for Colby Covington because I think I'm not saying he's not genuine. Uh, but he definitely plays it up for the camera. You know, everybody thinks he needs to do this whole Floyd Mayweather route. Well, I got to play up to be the bad guy to get views, and people are going to pay to watch me lose if if they hate me and whatnot. You know, I, I think Floyd was the best ever at doing that. Uh, some of my people say Muhammad Ali did that. I don't think Muhammad Ali did that. I think he played psychological, he played psychological warfare with his opponents. Um... To try to get underneath their skin. Now, if it happened to sell a fight, happened to sell a fight. I think Muhammad Ali thought per person per uh personality alone, I'll sell a fight. Um Floyd, on the other hand, I don't think with his personality, he thought his personality alone could sell a fight. So he had to create this money Mayweather character in order to sell a fight. Now going back to Kobe Covington, I think he does the same thing where, you know, I'm this ultra right ring uh fighter, I'm not woke, I'm not this and that. Um, a lot of love and respect, you know, he was, uh, I mean, you know, he was extremely gracious in that fight. Um, and I got, like I said, I got, you know, we saw the real Kobe Covington. Um, uh, listen, you got to do what you got to do to get your money. But, um, listen, I got any respect for Kobe Covington. That was a great fight. Um, you know, Usman, you know, he's up there, man. You know, he's one of the greatest of all time. Um, that, that doesn't mean the fight. Uh, Rosa Jumps definitely held it down, uh, again. I mean, this fight was close, uh, you know, uh, you know, this time, um, 
you know, it, there were a couple rounds um, I didn't think went her way, uh, but um, you know, you know, she ended up uh, pulling it out. Uh, you know, she did what she had to do against Zhang. You know, so um, yeah, I mean, what's next for Rose? You know, could they run it back? I could. You know what I mean? She won the first fight knockout. She won the second right and Zhang in in decision. I think it's close enough where they can run it back for a third time. The scores were close. Two of the scores are what forty eight, forty seven. So I, I'm not saying don't run it back. You know, it wouldn't. I don't think it would be a bad idea. Uh, but the, I think the, my me personally, I thought the fight of the night was the, the Michael Chandler Justin Gaethje fight. How tough is Justin Gaethje? Michael Chandler, and how tough is Michael Chandler? Both these guys are tough. Um, you know, Michael Chandler took shots a couple of times. Thought the fight was going to end. Chandler's tough. Um, he was, you know, standing up on pure will. That was a really great card. Um, I mean, the Gaethje. I mean, obviously the Gaethje Chandler fight. You guys saw that fight. I mean, that was. A, I mean, that was a great fight. You know, Marlon Vera looked great against Frankie Edgar. I actually thought Frankie Edgar was going to win that fight. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was like, oh, he can't sleep on Edgar. He always comes through. You know, Marlon Vera with the knockout. Um, like I said, you know, you can't uh, uh, underestimate. I mean, you can't underestimate uh, Frankie Edgar, cardio machine. Uh, but you know, you know, Marlon Vera, he's a great guy. Uh, you, you know, he does the Spanish announcing for the UFC. I mean, this guy, he does a lot. Uh, he's, you know, um, awesome at multitasking. I mean, great. I mean, he's a great guy and, and that's a great win. You know, it doesn't matter how old the guy is. When you beat a legend like Frankie Edgar, like that, you know, that, that was a, you know, that's still an accomplishment. Yo, the Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantino, right? The first round was, yo, UFC opened the fight with Justin Gaethje and Chandler. Like, the Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantino fight, I was, like, actually, like, a good fight. And I think, you know, it took a while for the New York City crowd to wake up. Because they didn't, I don't think they understood what they were watching. Um, Shane Burgos, you know, beat Billy Quarantino. Uh, he was, was, Billy was game the whole fight. Um, you know, he, he was, he was slick. Um, I'd like to see Billy Quarantino fight again, but Shane Burgos looked good. Uh, but, um, I like Billy Quarantino. I, he, he impressed everybody on that card. That was, that was one of the best UFC cards I've ever seen. Uh, UFC 268. So if you guys have like ESPN plus definitely check it out. Um, I thought it was a great card. Um, uh, you know, I was going to go to the, you know, the Ben Simmons. You know, we have to talk about Ben Simmons. We're going to do it. But I don't know, it was, you know, but you, it's like there's a tradition of the podcast, right? Because usually, we just, you know, with UFC, we talk about first. And then, you know, usually we talk about news, sports, entertainment, motivation. But, you know, we have to talk about UFC first because, you know, that's my thing, player. Um, let's talk about Conor House real quick. Listen, y'all, we saw him crying on the stand, this and that. Listen, y'all, this is one YouTuber. Yeah, I, guess I like this guy, yo, Ripper, uh, Eric July. He he was he was uh, saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was self defense. He's, he's a brother now. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse self defense. Now I'm not saying you you know we we, we got to take this in context what he was trying to say. And I'm only saying it because this is this is what happened, right? 
Kyle Rittenhouse killed two people and went home to go and went home in his bed. That night. Right. This guy was remember Kyle Rittenhouse was crying on a stand, right? Kyle Rittenhouse went to a bar and with a t-shirt that said free as fuck. But he's crying on a stand all of a sudden. You know, you know, and he made sure he shaved so he's got that baby face. Believe me, this this defense team is doing everything they can to try to make Kyle Rittenhouse boyish as possible. I'm surprised he's not in there with a sailor suit and a lollipop, okay? That's how boyish they're trying to make Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, don't, I haven't seen what the prosecution's been doing. I don't know if they post, they showed the picture of him posing with the, uh, with the AK, no, with AK, with the AR-15. I don't know if doing all that. Listen, do I think Kyle Rittenhouse is going to get off? I always think they're going to get off. Because they normally do. <laughs> they normally get off. So I have, I have, listen, so I have no reason to think that they're not going to get off. That he's not going to get off. Um, like I said, my, my weird problem is with, with, you know, anybody supporting him, um, with the, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is like this, you know, Tamir Rice was 12 years old with a fake gun and got gunned down by the cops. Kyle Grant House was seen posing with the cops, talking, well, not posing, but talking with the cops. Not one person, not one police officer asked for his ID. Right. And this, and this whole self-defense thing is lunacy. Absolute lunacy, right? He was 17 years old at the time, right, with an AR-15. Which is illegal in Wisconsin. That alone is illegal. That alone, he's guilty. He's a guilty of at least one crime. At least one crime. It's indisputable that he was 17. Indisputable. And he's on video sh- killing two people and shooting a third. So we all know he was 17. He should be at least guilty of one charge. At least that charge. You want to say self defense? Listen, I said it before, I'll say it again. Right? It's like your mom and dad having ice cream, right? And they tell you, you can't eat the ice cream until we have dinner. And you eat the ice cream before dinner. And your parents, and then when your mom and dad get mad at you, you can't say to your parents, well, mom and dad, if you had never bought the ice cream, I would have never eaten it. So theoretically, it's your fault. Right? He shouldn't have been there in the first place. One. Right? Remember, he doesn't even remember, he's from he lives in Illinois. He's not even from Wisconsin. Listen to Like I said, we all know, like I said, like I said to you before, you know, if he's in a I don't know the area, like I said, you know, if because it's only a 15 mile drive. So I don't know if the area, right? You know. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, some people go to the next state to do shit. Like I said, I don't know. Okay? If it's one of those types of situations. Like, I live in Corinth. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Saratoga's 15 miles away. I don't know if Kennesaw. I forgot where he was in, where he lives in Illinois. If it's that type thing. 15 minute drive. You know, and everybody goes to, you know, and that's Kennesaw, Wisconsin is Saratoga to my, to, to his Corinth or my, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't know that one, whatever, right? Fact is, parents let him go out to that area. I don't know if he lied to his parents. They already probably knew about he that he was going out to that area. Whatever, shouldn't have been going out there with a with with a, with a gun. Whether he brought it across state lines or someone handed it to him, it doesn't matter. That, that that's irrelevant as well because he shouldn't have never had it in the first place. He was seventeen years old. It still was illegal. I know you're somebody saying, oh, you can do it if you're going hunting. He wasn't going hunting. He was walking down the streets of Kennesaw, Wisconsin. <clears throat> That's what he was doing. He wasn't hunting for deer. He wasn't hunting for elk. He wasn't turkey shooting with an AK-40, with a, not AK, sorry, with an AR-15. He wasn't doing any of those things. Any of those things. So, you know, and then him claiming it's his self-defense when she shouldn't have had the weapon that was illegal anyway. <clears throat> like I said, it's the same thing. With, it's like the, the ice cream statement. You know what I'm saying? You know? <clears throat> you know, you can't claim it's self-defense. Well, if I did you know, well, the reason why, you know, you know, it's like it shot me. You know, I shot him because they were attacking me. Because you're walking around the street with a gun in the middle of the street. <laughs> That's why they attacked you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If someone's walking down your street with an AR-15, you're going to go up there and be like, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> you know, you know, you know. How about the Mets? You're not, you're not going to say that, you know. Or, or be like someone trying to rob a store. You, you know, saying the robber's robbing the store. You attack the robber for robbing the store. The robber shoots you and kills you, and then the robber tries to claim self-defense. <laughs> That's how red I was doing. I'm walking down the street with a with an AR-15, thinking it's okay, trying to keep the peace. And and he, he, you know he's talking to cops, posing pictures with cops. Listen, like I said, I thought their trouble was gonna get off, which I was shocked he didn't. Glad he did it, obviously. Um. I just get mad when other people like try to support this, uh, try to support Kyle Rittenhouse. And it's just like, what are we supporting? <laughs> what are you supporting? We have laws in place. So this type of thing doesn't happen. No, right. Granted, right. If he was 18, it still could have happened. It could have happened when he was 18, but he wasn't 18. Two people lost their lives for no reason. No reason. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to defend so they were trying to take my gun away. Of course, trying to take your gun away. Because why do you have a gun in the first place? They don't know what you're doing. You're literally walking down the street by yourself with an AR-15. Right? And nobody knows what you're doing. You know, everybody else in this militia, uh, supposedly, right, was in front of stores and things of that nature, protecting the The difference between, I mean, I still think it's crazy, this militia anyway, you know, um, 
they're in front of establishments with weapons. Okay, that's one thing, right? If I go to the 7-Eleven and I see a whole bunch of people standing around with AR-15s, I'm not going in that 7-Eleven. I'm going to the other 7-Eleven, the one, the place without the AR-15s. Thank you very much, sir. I'm going to go get my, uh, uh, my Red Bull somewhere else. I'm not going to get it here. <laughs> but Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't doing that. He wasn't standing in front of the 7-Eleven or, you know, garage or whatever, all these other different places. He was walking down the street by himself with the AR-15 and shot two people. You know, I know somebody said, well, what would you do? Listen, what would I, well, first of all, right, I wouldn't let my 17-year-old son cross straight lines, right, um, with the, to join up with a bunch of you know, old men with guns. That's, that's first thing. But there's no way, I'm not letting that happen. That's what I'm not doing. But like, without, but like I said, if you guys heard my conversation with uh, Mark, it's different conversations, right? Because you heard it from us, and it's true. It's different conversations, especially when you have mixed children. It's a different conversation. Whether y'all like it or not, it's a different conversation. It's a different conversation when you have a daughter. It's a different conversation when you have a son. It's a different conversation when your man is when a father is talking to his son or when his father is talking to his daughter. It's a different conversation. Now, at the same time though, this was not self-defense. He brought this on himself. I don't, you know, say like he's 17 years old, wasn't thinking ahead. Huh, probably not a good idea to walk down the street with an AR-15, right? He probably told those old guys, hey, think it's a good idea for me to walk down the street? Oh, hey, guys, I'm going to go walk down the street and make sure nothing stupid's happening. Yeah, kid, whatever. They're up there smoking and joking, probably chewing on tobacco, smoking cigarettes anyway. Not giving a damn about what this punk kid is doing. He probably didn't even know who he was. Or was introduced that day to these people. He didn't give a damn about them. Everybody's going to stand guard for the night and then go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally ridiculous. Uh, you, hear it, you heard it here first. You've been hearing lots of my podcast before you can hear it again. Won't shock me if Kyle Brittenhouse gets found not guilty of all charges. Expect it. Final deliberations uh, on Monday, closing arguments. I expect mo- Monday, Tuesday. I don't, listen, I think this is, a, it's going to be quick. I think by Tuesday, we're going to know whether or not he's been found guilty or not. And I, I predict not guilty. You heard it here first. All right. Now, back to Ben Simmons. We had to talk about Ben Simmons. Um, Real quick. It's funny how fake Ben Simmons is, okay? Now, okay, so I do have to retract. Apparently, he did 
get in contact with people with the NBA about mental health. I don't know if he was setting this up because Rich Paul was like, well, he's got mental health issues. Um, uh, 76ers shouldn't be finding him. What are they trying to say? They don't believe him. Listen, what 76ers asked him, which is their right to ask, especially when you give somebody over $200 million. I think they should have, I think she'd have the right to ask, where are you, where are we going with this? Right? We got playoff aspirations. You've publicly said you don't want to be here. You only come back to the facility when we find you. Right? Because they find him because um, the other day, because he apparently they said, hey, where are we going? Where are we going with this process? Well, I don't want to just talk to you about my progress. Oh, right? We publicly supported you when you said you had mental health issues. We publicly supported you. All we're asking for is a follow-up, right? How close are you to coming back? That's all they asked. You don't want to tell them, right? Well, we got a program set up with our doctors. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to talk to your doctors. Oh, boom. You're going to get fined. What do you want the 76ers to do? Is pay a guy $20 million and not get anything from it? I, it sounds, I know it sounds crazy, but it's they made an investment in him. And he has a responsibility to play basketball. Now, everybody, now everybody's going to be like the Nets. When the Nets just said, fuck it. Kyrie, you don't want to play? You don't want to get vaccinated? We're not going to do this whole, you can only play road games, this and that. No, no, we're not playing that game. Listen, yo, get fully vaxxed, then come back. You don't want to come back? Fuck it, we're going to drive on without you. Listen, it's an NBA franchise, right? Not every NBA, it's in the NBA umbrella, but not every franchise ran, ran the same way. And listen, how Joey, you know, Cy wants to run his program with the Brooklyn Nets, that it's his money. He can, you know, theoretically do what he wants within the NBA rules. That, that If they want to pay a guy to sit at home, that's his money. <laughs> I, I don't tell another grown man and how to spend their money, right? Right? So with Ben Simmons claiming mental health, You've publicly supported him, right? You've said, we have a team of doctors that can help you. And you don't want any of their help. What do you want, what do you want them to do? And then they find you. And then, oh, now you come back to the facility. And then you complain about how you had to come back to the facility. Wait, wait a minute. So you complain about how, So wait a minute. So how deep are these mental health issues? So you came back to the facility after they found you to watch game film, but you're still not ready to play. You got mad at them from asking you what's going on because you don't want to tell us what's going on with your mental health issues. And then we're telling you we have a team of doctors and you don't want that either. It's not fair to the 76ers. It really isn't, right? It's not fair to the Brooklyn Nets, but the Brooklyn Nets are handling it opposite of the 76ers. Believe me, Clary Irvin's still a clown. 
he's still a clown. He's not off the hook. He's only off the hook because Sean Marks, right, the owner, Joe Sy, uh, you know, and, and, um, uh, God, I can't hear his name. You know, you know, that, that's embarrassing. Uh, I'm blanking out on here. I can't, I can't, I can't think of the, uh, uh, head coach for, um, uh, Steve Nash. I cannot think of Steve Nash's name. And Steve Nash, right? You know, there's a lot of names you got to remember here. Right? You look at, remember, listen, you haters are lucky I remember the owner's name for the Brooklyn Nets. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Steve Nash was two-time MVP, Brett 25. How do you not know his name? Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Uh, listen, hater. Listen, you gotta, well, you got to hate on somebody. You can make fun of me. Like I said, you're lucky I knew the, I knew the uh, Brooklyn Nets names. Uh, Brooklyn Nets owner's name, okay? Anyway, so back to what I was saying. It's the same situation, but, you know, both organizations are, are handling it differently. Because Brooke, because Philadelphia could have been like, oh, Ben Simmons has mental health issues. We're going to let him uh, figure it out. And he can come back to the facility wherever he wants. So if he wants to claim mental health for the next five years or until this contract ends or a year or two before he's eligible for a contract extension... Right then, oh, I want to come back now. Right, if, that, if that's what you know, if that's what Ben Simmons wants to do, we're gonna let Ben Simmons do it. Now they could have gone that route, but you know, Dale Murray, uh, Dale Murray, GM, President, and Doc Rivers, them brothers ain't gonna be like that. Okay, I'm not, this isn't a, you know, I'm not you know judging uh, Sean Marks and Steve Nash, you know, but they're coming from that yo next man up. Let's rock whatevs, right? You knew this was coming down. This wasn't a secret. Everybody else got on board. You don't want to be on board. Cool. We're going to rock without you. And that was the end of it, right? So, I have, so I'm not judging the Nets. Do your thing. Uh, and I'm not judging Philadelphia. I, actually, I like the Philadelphia approach. You know, I like how they're handling it. W what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Because listen, because if they didn't follow up with his mental health, is that the depression? They just want to know, hey, how long do you think is, how much longer do you think you need? That's all they asked. That's pretty much all they asked. I'm pretty sure they weren't going like, yo, player, are you coming back in two weeks? Nah, they didn't do that. You're that stupid. <laughs> oh, they asked, what's, what's, the, yo, what's going on, player? That's all they asked. And Ben Simmons got all uppity about it. No, it's, oh, gosh, man. It's, it's, like I said, it's the new get-out-of-jail-free card. I got mental health issues. And all because we wanted you to have a jump shot. But you're always posting on Twitter and on Instagram and, sh and whatnot. You and these pickup games, shooting from half court and draining them. But you've only made one NBA three-point shot in your entire NBA career. Anyway. Another thing in news. I... If you were, well, on Twitter, I posted a picture of uh, me, 
Um, I, I tried to get the off-white sneakers that came out uh, uh, a couple days ago. And what happened... <laughs> so, I really wanted the black off-whites. Because I, I thought the other ones were going to sell out quickly. So, what I did was... Listen, if I don't get the, the black and yellow off-whites, I'm at least going to get one of the off-whites, maybe. And if not, or maybe I'll get both of them. Um, you know, <laughs> I didn't get any of them. So I posted a picture uh, on my uh, Instagram. Please follow me at uh, R2Fizzle. Capitalize the R, capitalize the T, and just, uh, you know, and, uh, um, you know, just don't capitalize the uh, the the w zero on the fizzle um so i said double l on the nike sneaker apps today and then people like liked it i'm like well that's fucked up yeah <laughs> like that's not t that's not something to like <laughs> i was getting alerts like oh damn that's like messed up yo <laughs> but it's all right though oh uh, i don't know if, you, if any of you guys got roku um this show kirby jenner these, these are like many episodes they like make fun of the Kardashians. Like I think they like intercut other episodes and intertwine them. It's like theoretically like making fun of the Kardashians. Like they're in on the joke. Like they're making fun of themselves. Kirby Jenner supposed to be the twin of of Kendall Jenner. Yo, I'm t yo. It is funny. Yeah, like listen, look up Kirby Jenner. Uh, if you guys have like Roku, um, and try to find it because it is hilarious, yo. Like, I like how the Kardashians, like, they're not taking themselves seriously. And it's, like, mad funny. So, PSA, uh, definitely check out that show. Um, good news. Um, we still international. We hey, everybody. Apologize for that. I got cut off uh, on my show. So, we had a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, but the, what I was trying to tell all y'all, um, you know, we got uh, new listeners. Uh, and out in France uh, now, so uh, bonjour uh, to to uh, you know, I got I got listeners out, I got a couple of listeners out in France now. So like I said, we, you know we uh, we're moving on up, man. We're slowly taking over. Uh, so much love and appreciation. I do want to go over the MCU. I told you I was done with the MCU. Now all, I'm watching all these YouTubers now saying done with the MCU. I've been saying done with the MCU, but anyway, that's another story. I've been ahead of all y'all, as you guys know, but I will want to say this though, right? So the Eternals made $71 million open a weekend. Listen, I told you, what else did I tell you? Slap MCU and it's going to make money. No, you never even heard of the Eternals. The whole concept seems ridiculous in the beginning. So Thanos has come to Earth, right? Did y'all show up? Nah. New York City. Acting a damn fool, right? Loki, New York City, all these other things started happening in New York City. Y'all come over there to help us out? Nah, forget all that. Nah, we're not going to do any of those things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of stuff has happened in the MCU. And these dudes have been nowhere. At all. Right? World War II. Nazi Germany, think y'all could have stopped Hitler? Nah, we ain't gonna do any of those things. Well, whatever. But what, what, whatever with the Eternals, you know. I know this was a Jack Kirby creation. I, I you know, I got it. But then you trying to intertwine them, you know, try to keep it moving. <sighs> whatever. 
listen, good for MCU. Like this, the only movie I'm possibly going to see, I probably will see, would be the new Spider-Man. That's about it. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm done with the MCU. And uh, we're going to do a quick motivation real quick. We haven't done a motivation hot minute. Because sometimes, I, I, sometimes, listen, I was going to talk about uh, something else. Uh, you know, uh, I was talking about my main man, Xavier, the other day. Men with the golden penis syndrome. Men were making a comeback. I'm happy for us men. I was worried about us men for a long time. As you guys know, which I have commented on, a lot of guys playing the simp role. But listen, the 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 you know the the dudes that know they got it going on. Listen, keep on doing what you're doing. Let the simps be the simp, and then and this is all going to intertwine together because yeah, everybody knows how I operate. I don't make it a secret, but I will tell you this, players. Okay, like I said, good for us uppity men. Man, doing it big, right? Listen, and if we doing it big, you got to do it bigger. What do I mean by that? Listen, you, you guys heard on that J. Cole album, but it's true. Sometimes you got to let a hater know what's good. You, you got to let a hater know what's good, man. Yo, listen, so, listen, man. If you stunting, man, yo, you, sometimes you have to show out a little bit more. A little bit more. Listen, I got a pair. I got a pair of badass Air Force One Supremes with the black shoelaces. Show out, man. Do it up. You let a hater know what's good. Because when anyone tries to like hate on you and things of that nature, yo, just flex a little more. Like, listen, player. I know you ain't coming at me with how you coming at me. You know what I'm saying? Because you see how I'm doing, and I'm looking at you, and I know how you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't at this level. Let's pump the brakes a little bit, buddy. Before you start coming at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, yeah, I said, sometimes you gotta let a hater know what's good. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta and you gotta stunt on a dude. Or stunt oh listen, ladies, you gotta stunt on another female. Cause you know something, y'all y'all females are just quick to be hating on each other, yo. Yo, let it let, let, let a girl or girl know what's good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't feel bad cause you doing good. It ain't your fault, it's their fault. Because they could be at your level too. But they made the decisions that they made in life and that's why they're at where they're at. And there's nothing wrong with you being where you're at. Stop feeling guilty. Because I don't. Shit, I got like four or $5,000 worth of, worth of damn sneakers and I only got two feet. And I don't feel guilty one bit. I'm doing all right. You know, my son, he's doing all right. It's by my badass Jordan hoodie. Yo, we are doing it. Right. And ain't nothing wrong with it. If anybody got a problem with it, no, I'm not going to go get my son the damn uh, uh, stupid uh, dollar store hoodie. Not going to do it. Why? Because I don't have to do it. If you, you, know, you want to get your, your child the, the cheap ass $5 hoodie, then you know that's the story of your life. You know what I'm saying? Because listen. I don't, I listen, my grandma told me this. And you only got once. You got to get it right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm doing all right. And listen, if I don't do all right because, you know, I spent, you know, you know, 50 bucks on a hoodie for my son when I could have spent five bucks and I suffer at the end of five. Guess what? Long later doing good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And believe me, if, you know, if I make the, the executive decision to sell my sneakers one day. Well, whatever, but I got that option. I got options. You know what I'm saying? And I'm probably still going to cop more sneakers. I just actually, a jump, uh, jump man just sent me a message. I complained about one of the sneakers. And he said they're going to send me a free pair of sneakers. So, 
We'll see if it's legit. If it's legit, you know where I'm starting on the gram. So, you guys aren't following me on, on Instagram, Rock2Fizzle. Please follow me on Instagram, Rock2Fizzle. You guys aren't following me on Twitter. I don't know why yet. R2Fizzle. Please follow me on Twitter uh, as well. Do I have a TikTok? No, because I don't do dances. And, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Like I, said, I don't get TikTok. I don't know what I'm going to do. If I had a TikTok, I don't know what I would do. Believe me. Maybe I'm not that creative. I'm not going to get TikTok. I don't care. You know, if I do, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll hire, like, Landon to, like, tell me what to do on TikTok. Because I have no idea what to do on TikTok. Or if you guys think I should do a TikTok, give me ideas. And maybe I'll do a TikTok. But I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I'm not a TikTok guy. So, so what else, yo? <laughs> yo, this is Rock 25. Chill with the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.